This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Right Seating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. Well, no surprise that talk in Springfield is including taxes. State legislators laying out more measures that could have impact. Republican State Reps Dan Yagasi and Tim Ozinga discussed their idea to lower property taxes in the state by increasing state funding for local pensions. During a news conference Wednesday of this week, they welcomed former State Rep Mark Batnick to explain the proposal he originally offered before he left office. He said the share of pension costs for the state budget has actually gone from 25% of the budget to 20% of the budget. So that 5% of the budget is what's been opened up for new savings. Now, there's a lot of ways you can spend it. We contend that one of the best ways that you can spend it is on property tax relief so that you can heal some of these communities. Batnick said that the move of increasing state funding for local pensions could decrease the property tax levy in some areas over time. By as much as 50 percent, Illinois is regularly listed as among the states with the highest property taxes. Well, there's an educational event next week on Valentine's Day at the Danville Public Library. February is Children of Addicts Awareness Month. And from 2 to 3.30 p.m. next Wednesday, the 14th, an informational session called Mend a Broken Heart will be designed to bring more attention to what is often a very hidden problem. Deanne Ryan is leading the still-developing Vermilion County Child Abuse Prevention slash Drug Endangered Children Coalition. She says when children are dealing with addictive behavior among parents or within their own households, they react often in ways that hide the real problem. They're usually the silent sufferers because, you know, they don't talk and sometimes they're not noticed. They might become the parent figure for their younger siblings. You know, they might become the clown in the family where they try to keep everything funny. But the main thing is, is that they try to hide it because of the shame. Ryan says the plan right now is to hold a special camp called the Confident Kids Camp this summer for children affected by addiction. Ryan says this will be a continuation of something that was going on prior to the pandemic when the Soul Garden organization was holding a similar special camp in Lincoln Park's Friendly Town. This is our first attempt at getting it restarted, but it was real successful when we had it that summer. The kids loved it. I think it gave them a lot of confidence. That's why we decided to call it Confident Kids. Up to one in four American children could be living with a family member suffering from a substance use disorder. Once again, you can learn more at the Wednesday, February 14th Mend a Broken Heart event, 2 p.m. at the Danville Public Library. Getting back to Springfield, while some are advocating for tipped workers to get the minimum wage with tips on top, a legislator who also owns restaurants says such a move would be devastating to the economy. Advocates from the group One Fair Wage organized a rally outside of the Illinois State House earlier this week as legislators were returning, and Cicero Democratic State Rep. Elizabeth Hernandez explained why she supports the effort. Eliminating the sub-minimum wage is the right thing to do for workers. It's the right thing to do for businesses, and it's the right thing to do for our 
state economy. However, Springfield Republican State Rep Mike Coffey, who owns several restaurants, said while there may be good intentions for such a move, if passed into law, it could hurt consumers, employers, and employees across the board. It'll create unemployment. It will be hazardous to the business community, especially the restaurant community, where you see many of them go out of business. So it's just not good. Turning from the state political scene to the national political scene, a certain group of demonstrators will now be allowed outside the Democratic National Convention in Chicago this summer, despite opposition from Democratic officials. The Sun-Times reported this week the city failed to respond to a permit application within its own 10-day deadline and now must allow a group called the Poor People's Army to protest at the DNC in August. The Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity announced seven awards totaling $3.3 million through the Route 66 grant program. The funding is intended to boost local tourism and attract visitors to Route 66 leading up to its 100th anniversary in 2026. Some of the grants will go to the Bloomington Normal area for the installation of murals along the highway. The Springfield Convention and Visitors Bureau received funding for the construction and installation of classic neon signs throughout town. From the VermilionCountyFirst.com News Studios, I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.